Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner still fight so much with their ex? Are there things I can do or say as a step-parent to help heal this relationship or at least make it less toxic for the kids? I'm so worried about my 13-year-old stepchild feeling torn between their two parents and households. I want to be a support for them without overstepping. Mm. <sighs> yeah, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I just want to name the first I, thing I hear in that question. Mm, yeah. Which is compassion. Mm-hmm. For well, sure. I, yeah, because I hear sadness. I'm just so sad. Mm-hmm. Why does my partner fight with their ex? It isn't about what this person is feeling personally about that connection. It's more about protection of the family system and protection mm-hmm. of the kids. And how yeah. is this relationship um, affecting the larger dynamic? So I'm yeah. not hearing as much in this question about it being concerning for this person. Me like neither. inside their yeah. relationship. Yeah. Right. It yeah. doesn't feel to me like it's it's a partnership dynamic. I mean, it, it is a partnership mm-hmm. dynamic, but it feels like a larger mm-hmm. system that they're trying to really be conscious of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And not a lot like, of times this, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, not like a jealousy thing of like, it's about the three adults. That's mm-hmm. what you guys are saying. Is mm-hmm. that this is more about like what's going on with the whole thing with the kids involved and how how can I be supportive? Not necessarily why don't I have my partner's attention more or like why are, why is my partner being drawn mm-hmm. into that dynamic so much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which could oh. also be a question that somebody mm-hmm. would ask. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And a lot of times I think our questions come out of this space. So a lot of the people who come to my office with parenting questions are asking mm-hmm. those parenting questions, not because mm-hmm. of any difficulty per se between the parents, because they have different ideas about what is healthy for yes. the children. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hear two questions in this question, and mm-hmm. I wonder if I could name them. Um, one is, why is this 
difficult dynamic such a draw for my partner? Why mm. is that person having trouble extricating themselves oh. from this really hard fight, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one question. And the other question I hear that's kind of secreted away inside this is, is there anything I can do to help? Mm -hmm. I don't even think yeah. it's that secretive. I think it's in there. <laughs> is there anything <laughs> I can be doing to help? Is there anything mm -hmm. I can do to make this less bad? Yeah. So I wonder if we could just riff for a moment on the first part. Mm -hmm. What is it that sucks us in? To the ex-partner dynamic. <laughs> Why is it hard to extricate ourselves? Well, I think it's the same stuff that mm. sucks us into any toxic relationship dynamic. Mm, say more. Right? Yeah. So, okay, this is just a theory, but the idea is that if we grew up in homes that were chaotic or rigid or had their own form of toxicity, right? <laughs> didn't we all <laughs> sorry oh no there are some people who grew up in lovely places where people went on picnics together true. just nobody in that this room <laughs> and probably not very many of the people who come to see us we love you all and we're not judging we're in the same boat yeah. as you yeah. and so true the so folks sorry. who come sorry. to us are pretty self-selected right yeah. mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. yes. so i think that for the folks that are struggling with relationship yes right that there's there's often this old template mm -hmm. mm. and if we were to break out of that template and do something really different that mm. had a calmness and maybe was more joy filled and maybe was a space where we weren't so rigid and there was more flow that actually might be kind of scary and disconcerting mm -hmm. and so we run back to the thing that is familiar because that familiarity, familiar, I can't talk today. Familiar, you got it. Familiarity. I don't Close know how to say that word. Familiarity. I was yes, just going to say, I don't think I could say it right now either. So thank you, Jules. <laughs> I it's been a it. long day. Okay. So, so that is actually comfortable. Yes. Known. Mm -hmm. Comfort isn't actually where we grow. Mm. But it's like a familiar pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the idea. I don't know. What do mm -hmm. you think? I think that is totally possible that that's an option. I have a, I have a straightforward version option, <laughs> which isn't so much about the familiar stuff. It's more around, it's not fair for me to be the one to back down and mm -hmm. damn it, I'm right about this thing. I was just yeah. thinking about so being right. There's could, that. Like, I want to be right. Be of being right or like i don't want to be the one to stop this because that would make them win or it's not mm. fair because i was mistreated and so now so it could be like more of a retaliation kind of thing in hopes of gaining fairness or in hopes of um not not feeling taken advantage of or not feeling like they let someone get away with abuse. Right. So right. it could, it could be like a standing up for yourself thing, a being right thing, a fairness thing, like on the, a little bit more mm -hmm. straightforward, less subcortically led version. It can be really hard to walk away away because it means turning the other cheek. Right. Well, yeah. And I'm thinking, I find myself, all I hear when you're saying that Jules is, vulnerability or lack thereof. And mm -hmm. then my mind goes to, 
it's hard enough to be vulnerable with my partner whom I love, like theoretically and want to be with and all that. Do I really want to be mm-hmm. vulnerable with my ex-partner whom I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't want to be with anymore. Like that's a tough call. And that's well, what we don't you're often. Right. Not right? at all. And, yeah. and maybe it's not even wise to. So oh, well, and, hold, and, on. hold on, because I just want to hold mm-hmm. space for, for the couples that seem to do being exes really well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there, there, there are yeah. lots of families that have, absolutely that, that have split up that are divorced families that mm-hmm. have multiple households mm-hmm. and they do it with grace and yeah. mm-hmm. solid communication. And like there, there's a healthiness and solid yes. like boundaries on mm-hmm. both sides and like things can feel really good because they've shifted it is their possible. dynamic. Yeah. But it takes two people to do that. Right. It is possible, Mm -hmm. but it takes two people to do that. So if you have a partner who's dealing with an ex who is not doing that kind of work, that's right. Mm -hmm. It may not actually be that vulnerability is a really smart option. And I like to be thoughtful about I'm a you have listened to this podcast before. You know how big an advocate I am for going vulnerable. Oh, yes. And I'm an advocate for going vulnerable with thoughtfulness mm-hmm. and with people who have earned it. Mm-hmm. And with safety, I was going to say too. Well, you know, does safety exist? That's such an interesting question, but relative mm. safety, right? Yeah. Um, with, 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 earned trust, right? Yes. So so I can make the risk of going vulnerable with someone and they can show me that's not a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I could try it maybe two or three times and they consistently show me that's not a great idea. I'm probably going to stop. Discernment. Yes. Discernment. Like yeah. I can't I cannot control how someone else in the world is going to show up relationally with me and I don't even mm-hmm. want to try. Because that's not clean and it's not in my integrity. That's really good perspective because I really do want to try. <laughs> <laughs> I want to force them to show up for me the way I want them to show up for me. Hey, what's your agenda it there? <laughs> show up for me the way I want you to. <laughs> it is understandable because <laughs> the world would be easier if it went your way. Uh, and- it would be. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I loved your answer more. It's full of integrity and it's healthy to not. I get it. And you're hundred percent right. I just know that I'm not there yet. You're speaking for like mm-hmm. the truth about how we are sometimes, which is, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds mature when you say it that way. My weight leaf sounds right? mature. I don't want right. to. Sounds like the child part that it really is. I can own right. that too. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, so (laughs) I don't want to, I need to have that up somewhere in the house, but I don't want to, but I don't want to exactly. And it could be, by the way, that this is where your partner is. So if any of you have a partner Mm -hmm. who's fighting with an ex and really struggling with that, Mm -hmm. it could Mm -hmm. be that turning the other cheek is because like, why do they not do that? Cause they don't want to, it could be. Yeah. And does that mean it's really serving the kids? Well, maybe not. Right. Uh, even maybe though it may be understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So what can we do to help if Mm. this is what's going on for you? Mm. If you're a partner and you're bearing witness to this and you don't want to overstep, my guess is you go to your partner. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you talk to them about it. So you know how I would start that conversation? mm, Yeah. Tell us. I would start, you know, not from a place of, I I want to be clear that what I'm going to start with is not the way to start. And then I'm going to move Mm -hmm. into a way to, that Mm, might be a way to start. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would not say, this is the stuff I'm observing that's going wrong. And um, this is what I'm really, really worried about. Mm -hmm. What I would say would be something. I would also not use the word toxic (laughs) or damaging to the children. Those phrases (laughs) probably would not help you. Yeah. (laughs) Or why do you do with your ex? Right. Right. Like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff is probably going to put your partner on the defense. And it's just, it's like, have you heard it? What is it? The, um, that the drama triangle, I'm trying to, the Cartman's drama triangle. Have you heard of this? Where, you know, uh, there's three points to the triangle. One is the perpetrator, one is the victim, and one is the rescuer. And so Mm -hmm. if you try to come in at any of those points, like you're coming in as the rescuer here, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be made into either the perpetrator or the victim, right? Like the, mm-hmm. it, the, the roles all okay. shift around. Yep. So um, <clears throat> you want to avoid that. You don't want to come in as a rescuer here. What I might do in this situation is I might come in and say, I'm uncomfortable. Hmm. That feels I loved, hard. I love, 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 love. I want to point out for everyone at home what you just did yeah. is that you owned your experience of the thing. Mm-hmm. So right. starting from the I rather than starting with a story about how it's being experienced with someone else mm-hmm. could make a really big difference. And so starting with that, like one of the things that I'm finding over and over again in my work is that one of the most important phrases that anybody in a relationship of any kind could use when something feels uncomfortable is just slowing down and naming it. I'm uncomfortable. This is hard. This doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. And we talk about if you that. Put, if you put that together with the story... I'm making up about it, the story I've got in my head about it, um, what I'm telling myself about this. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you coupled those two things together, just those two, it's relational gold in nine out of 10 relationship situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what else I would do probably is I would I would let somebody know, I would let the part my partner know that I was about to have a rumbly conversation. And probably mm-hmm. that I, if I was feeling nervous about it, that I'm feeling nervous about it. So I would name, I want to talk to you about something hard. I'm feeling nervous about how it's going to go. I'm hoping you can hear me. Is this a good time? Right. So contracting for it mm-hmm. and then doing exactly what Rebecca's talking about. I am feeling uncomfortable. Can I back us up one more second? Mm-hmm. When we contract for it, just because it needs to be said. When we mm-hmm. contract for it, if our partner says now's not a good time, yeah, we respect that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. <clears throat> That's okay. Right? If if we let keep me know when a good time it, is, yeah. hun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're the partner saying now isn't a good time, 
be sure to come back eventually, like not put it off for three months, Mm -hmm. but like, let's try tomorrow night. Let's try this weekend. Give the alternative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking about too, is thinking about how to not put yourself into any of those triangulated positions. So if your step kiddo is coming to you and sharing, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to be in those positions, how do we handle that? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. uh, one of the thoughts that comes up to me as a beginning point is to create welcoming, welcome listening spaces, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and to let them know it makes sense what they're feeling. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. have a relationship with your stepchild where they would come to you and start talking about it, you could without without throwing anyone under the bus or or without throwing any partner right the mm-hmm. ex partner or your partner under the bus you could say yeah it makes sense that it's feeling scarier it makes sense that you feel caught in the middle i could see why that would happen mm-hmm. that must yeah. be hard for you and offering that kiddo then an mm-hmm. opportunity to start um metabolizing their own experience, mm-hmm. the support to, to know that they're not alone, that mm-hmm. they have a witness and mm-hmm. that maybe you can help them then bring it back to their parent. I love mm-hmm. that. Would you like my help talking to mom, talking to dad about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I see you. I'm with you. You make sense. Let me help you bring this back to your parent or parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause these mm-hmm. are big topics mm-hmm. and this would be overwhelming mm-hmm. for a child. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I would also say, how do you not overstep? You do not talk to the ex-partner about mm-hmm. this problem. <laughs> That's right. That would be, mm-hmm. that would be overstepping. Mm-hmm. So this would be something for the, your partner to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably a good place for us to land today. Mm -hmm. Good luck to anyone out there Mm -hmm. dealing with these difficult relational dynamics with an ex or in-laws or whatever those may be for you. Yeah, this was a tough one. Mm -hmm. Love each other best you can. Bye-bye. Take care. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our bootcamp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley-Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses.
And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.